I think you're a good person. I mean, really, I do. Thank you. You too. Um, you got some work to do. Right. Uh, <laughs> Don't we all? As do I. You know what? He's still working on Hey, me. hey. Talking about to make me wanna, what I ought to be. Talking about the Lord up high. It took him just a week to make the moon and stars, the sun and the earth, Jupiter and Mars. The sun and the earth and Jupiter and Mars. I mean, how loving and patient he must be. That would be funny if you did your own like uh, Ric Flair intro, but it's yeah. just like kind of your normal life. It's like you're just hyping up. Yeah, dude. You know. Couch sitting, talk crapping, coffee making, <laughs> cake baking, book reading. Plant seeding, water drinking, <laughs> <laughs> woo, getting hype, green bean eating, woo. Oh man, <laughs> this is my favorite thing because this whole episode, Kite this <laughs> the whole episode is about being a good person. Yeah, because you know I think about moms, mm-hmm. and my mom. My dad too, yeah, for sure. But yeah, my mom. We'll get to him next month. Yeah, is a extremely big reason that I'm a good person. Oh, there you go. You know, yeah. And I would dare to say, same for you. Same for me. Happy Mother's Day week. Yeah. Oh man. Well, welcome to the Twerk Ethics Show. Happy Mother's Day week. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Wouldn't I, be here without you. I have never heard that song. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? And I really like it. I mean, come on. I love Boys to Men. The Goats. No, I don't believe I love Terminal. I'm down on my knees. Begging you, please. Can we come go home. back to the days But it's everything. It has all the pieces. It's yeah, it does. It's nostalgic. Mm-hmm. It's so um, melodramatic. Not melodramatic. It's so dramatic that it's funny. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's a perfect. That's a perfect suggestion. It's a good one. Love song to mama. Yes. So 
if you uh, if this is your first time, I'm JT. Mm. This guy over here, song suggestion extraordinaire. Uh huh. Because it was your first time. It was. It was your first suggestion. I remember it vividly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is Cooley, King of the One Liners. Hey, everybody. Limousine riding, shit flying. <laughs> There's some similar TV watching. T- <laughs> That's good. Bug squashing. <laughs> that would be funny if you did your own like a uh, couch Rick, sitting Re- Rick Flair intro, but it's yeah, just like kind of your normal life. It's like you're just hyping up. Yeah, dude. You know? Couch sitting, talk crapping, coffee making, <laughs> cake baking, book reading, <laughs> plant seeding, water drinking. <laughs> Woo! Getting hype. Green bean eat. Woo! Oh man. <laughs> this is my favorite thing because this whole episode. This <laughs> the whole episode is about being a good person. Yeah. Because, you know, I think about moms mm-hmm. and my mom, my dad too. Yeah. For sure. But yeah. my mom We'll get to him next month. Yeah. Is a extremely big reason that I'm a good person. Oh, there you go. You know? Yeah. And I would dare to say, same for you. Same for me. So yep. it's kind of fitting that this episode is about being a good person. Yeah. Uh, and you just did this Ric Flair. Like, <laughs> how could you hype yourself up for being right. a good person? <laughs> just like doing mundane things. Yeah. Truck driving. Truck driving. Kind of strangers. Cot flying. Cot flying. Vegetable eating. Woo! That's a big one. <laughs> Curfew abiding. <laughs> Music listening. Yeah. Cigar smoking. Car driving. Mm. Not limousine riding, just car yeah, driving. Just... Toyota Tercel driving. <laughs> Lawn mowing. <laughs> Weed eating. Bug spraying. Driveway edging. Woo! Woo. Good person. Props to the goat, Ric Flair. <laughs> oh man, sometimes I told you this last week. I hmm. just I sometimes I just have no idea where you're gonna go. But it's the reason that's what this, the show's all about. I was man. Say, it's the reason this show is the show. <clears throat> we do have a guideline, but it's guidelines. Well, only one of us reads it. So Well, that's true. If you read it, then we would just be on the guideline. That's and true. It's super boring. And I try to follow the guideline, and you just yank us off the path. Well, I follow the guideline, but I just take it to the edge there a little bit. No, you yank it off the path. Yeah. And I like it. Edge yanking! (laughs) (laughs) Plot thickens! Plot thickens. (laughs) Oh. So, I thought... Sans script. I thought... Mm. um, Probably not part of this episode due to time, Mm. but we are going to react to a video of... Mom's getting pranked. I think that'd be funny. But yeah. I thought, um, I think you're a good person. I mean, really, I do. Thank you. You too. Um, you got some work to do. Right. Uh, <laughs> Don't we all? As do I. You know what? He's still working on Hey, me. hey. Talking about to make me wanna, what I ought to be. Talking about the Lord up high. It took him just a week to make the moon and stars. The sun and the earth, Jupiter and Mars. The sun and the earth and Jupiter and Mars. I mean, how loving and patient he must be. Wow. But he's still working on me. Come on. I love 
Come on. Sunday school. So. Sunday school going. I thought. There's so many videos out there. Huh. Uh, yeah, there are. Tutorials. And I thought, you know, it'd be interesting. Uh, pl- plot twist could be you and I are not good people. No, well, yeah. But judging sure. by uh, what people have told me mm-hmm. and judging by my perspective of you, yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good dudes. I think so too. So I thought it would be interesting to talk about what what you think is a good person or how how to be a good person. Mm-hmm. Some of the things your mom taught you could mm-hmm. be your dad too. Are you interested? Sure. I Do you want think though? I can start. Okay, go. So, like for instance, for instance, to be a good person, don't be bad. Number one. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Stole it. I think. Um, I think also too, like it should be first things that come to your mind. So, like when you think how to be a good person. Yeah. I, I think for me, this is just speaking of me and how I uh, set sort of guidelines in my life. Yeah. I think number one for me. Is being authentic. Yeah. That's like. Absolutely. Like, don't try to be someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, I did try that in my 20s and teenagers. Oh, sure. We all did. But, like, I'm, I'm finding that, like, people really value authenticity. Mm-hmm. Like, be be yourself. Yeah. You know, as corny as that sounds. Yeah. Well, it's what these lovely people watching and listening to us. What you see and hear is what you get. Yeah, it's true. This is basically us. It's it's that is funny because Sorry. sometimes we'll be hanging out not on the podcast. Yeah. And as we're talking, I'm like, this is the podcast. Yep. Because for sure. it's legitimately our friendship yeah. pack, packaged up. Mm-hmm. So I think authenticity is super important. Yeah. Um, I also think um there's one that I wrote down here that I think you're amazing at mm. and I'll get to. Okay. But I think, you know, being kind. Yeah. And for sure, I think being kind is not being nice. Like they're yeah. not the same thing to me. Like being nice is like uh, you're just always nice, and you're never going to stand up for yourself, and you don't have mm. any boundaries. Yeah, I don't think that's healthy. Yeah, yeah. I think being kind is like in every situation, like being like you know, it is being nice, but it's also being authentic. Yeah, in a sense of like having the candor to like. If you can tell a friend is going down the wrong path and you need to talk to them or help mm-hmm. them or whatever, or or if you see someone on the street that I don't know, yeah, it's not necessarily being nice and a pushover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just be like, dude, be kind. Well, it's funny that you bring this up because today I was watching an episode of The Office, and it's when Jim came back and he went for his chair yeah and ryan put his stuff down in the chair because he had been sitting there yes for the past several months and so jim was like oh you've been sitting here and ryan was like yeah and he goes and then ryan was like well you can take the chair if you want and jim was like no no no, you can take the chair he's like okay thanks and then they were interviewing ryan and he was like yeah jim's a nice guy that's why i got the chair yeah so that's (laughs) so it's funny that you bring that up yeah today yeah, I had just seen that. There is episode, a difference. And I was like, "Wow, there's a difference." Like, in yeah. I think me in that situation, I would be like, "No, you can, you, you can, uh, you can take the chair if you want to." Yeah, and, and if it's like, "Okay, thanks, take it," I'm like, "You know what? I changed my mind. Uh, I didn't realize you were going to be a jerk about it." True. So now I'll take the chair. Yep. 
That's the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind is like starting that way. Yeah. You want to start nice and give people the benefit of the doubt, but mm-hmm. if they ruin it. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I think that one, obviously things like being honest, mm-hmm. accountable, like be a man of your word, a woman of your word. Like yeah. if you say you're going to do something, do it. Yeah. You know, or for sure. Let them know why you can't do it. Yeah. But the one for you okay. is be a good listener. Oh. And you are a phenomenal listener. What was that? Listener. <laughs> You are. I think you really are a good listener. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. I, yeah. If somebody needs to spill their guts, as the kids say, they don't say that. Um, we did mm-hmm. back when I was a kid. But By if the way, somebody wants you, to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was interrupting you. <laughs> but if you want to spill your guts, I'm going to listen to you. Yeah. It's, it's fine. You need somebody to talk to. I mean, you do that for me too. So I think you're a good listener as well. So Thank you. Uh, you have that attribute for sure. I struggle sometimes because <clears throat> I get so excited that I want, I don't want to one up, you know, cause there's all, there's obviously one uppers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't want to one up. I just like, if you say something that I can relate to, yeah, I get so excited yeah, that I want to also share a story. Right. And, and, and I want to do it in a connecting way. Like yeah, I want to yeah. do it where I'm like, dude, me too. Yeah. But not like, not in a one-upping way. Yeah, for sure. And so sometimes I can struggle and I can I think I can come across as like not a good listener or interrupting, but yeah. I'm actually it's actually excitement because I'm just like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I, I, I also you know. Yep, I get that. Sorry to mean to interrupt. <laughs> um <laughs> but I tend to not interrupt. What's the worst? What what's worse than the one uppers is the almost one uppers. What is like this? you have a big number, yeah. But they try to match you, and it's like it's nowhere close. Oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, I drove to Maine. It took me like almost oh, eighteen hours, God. and he was like, yeah, dude. The other day I drove to Charlotte. It took me three hours, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. He's like, okay, okay. prove my point. <laughs> cool. I now have an, a story, yeah, that I can relate to you, okay, with, and I'm excited to tell it. Nice, tell it. But it, it it actually talks about exactly what you're what you're saying. Yeah, it's one of the funniest things ever. <laughs> Spanky, you remember Spanky? Oh yeah. I'm not going to mention the other guy's name because we're talking about him. Uh, uh we were in the car mm-hmm. in Atlanta. This guy's from Tifton. Yeah, okay? Tifton is slightly bigger than Waycross. Yeah, um, certainly not any better. Mm. Anyway, got it. Uh, so he he is in Atlanta and he's driving in the car. Yeah. And Spanky, uh, Josh Walton, mm-hmm. he talks about how he went to Passion City Church. Okay. And they took up an offering and it was $75,000. <laughs> and we were just like, wow, this is right. This is incredible. Wow. Well, well, this other guy, I almost said his name, he chimes in and he goes, you know, Tifton United Methodist, they took an offering, it was $25,000. <laughs> it's so without missing a beat, Spanky just turns around and goes, you know, seventy five thousand is more than twenty five thousand. <laughs> Dude, I laugh so I hard it. because we all we all want to say that. Yeah, and he said it. Obviously, we all it's heard like, it. You know, but who's gonna say? It? You know, seventy five is bigger than twenty five, right? Like, and it was so. Is oh that what you gosh. mean by almost one up? Or oh yeah, where he's for like, sure. He tried to one up, but it's like you. I think I remember you telling me that you're one like, time, but. Way worse. Like, what's the point of you? Here, yeah. But the, here's the thing. 
Mm. This is how you communicate well. Here's how you change that situation. Yeah. If I were this guy, I think the way you change that situation is if he said, Passion took up an offering for $75,000. I think there's a way to get to what you want to say. So you could, yeah. you could say, oh, my God, that's yeah. insane. Right. Well, this isn't 75, but... Yeah. And then tell your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, or compare it to something else, but like have the, like the same... You're on the same subject, basically. Right. But it's like... You know, Tifton United Methodist gave this much, but that's the most they've ever given, ever. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. But you can't <laughs> compare to Passion City when it's okay. the numbers astronomically right. huge. So this is kind of what I wanted to get to. There are these unspoken rules yeah. of how to be a good person. Sure. And some of them's kind of hard. It's hard to explain why. Yeah. I think a lot of them were our moms telling, yeah. telling us the appropriate ways to act and, and sure. you know, minding our manners, being kind, being honest, being responsible, being authentic. Mm-hmm. And if you're not responsible, getting in trouble for it. And yeah. Um, another one for me is like admitting when you're wrong, mm. like admit when you're wrong and say, you're sorry. That's a big one. That's it's hard to do. Yep. Especially for us men's. So um, that's the, this is kind of the point of like all the things you just said, Mm-hmm. Like why we wouldn't say what this person said. Yeah. Um, why we wouldn't almost want right. up someone. Yeah. Why is that? Like why do yeah. we sort of know the secret code? Yeah. But they don't. What? And are we right? Yeah. And they're wrong. It's kind of hard. Well, everybody, well, pretty much everybody went to middle school. Middle school, you get made fun of. Everybody does. It's the worst, you know, yeah. you're changing uh, physically and mentally and emotionally and all that. And it's a hard, it's, it's a difficult time. So you're going to get made fun of. And so why then, is, hold on. Why is there not a lower school? Uh, you've got high school, yeah. middle school. Oh yeah. What's, why is it elementary? It should be lower school. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It's, sh- it should be, it should be lower, but yeah. Elementary, my dear boy, elementary. <laughs> Go ahead. Middle school. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's the time frame where nobody gets a free pass, basically. Yeah. You're going to get bullied. You're going to bully somebody else because you're a kid. You don't know how to react to that. Yeah. So it depends on, like, how much your parents influence you into, like, it's like, hey, because half the time I didn't come home saying how bad my day was. It was always, eh, good. You know, so, but if you have, you know, parents who are willing to listen, which are the good parents, Mm -hmm. they're like, if you had a bad day, you need to tell me, Yeah, you need to tell somebody, you know? So, and then, uh, and you know, that's what moms are for, man. Just like, it's like, yeah, if you had a bad day, let me cook you something. You tell me all about it. I was like, thanks mom. Yeah. So, and, um. So, so it's like where we branch off after that and how we progress. It's just like, well, I know how that feels, so I don't want to do it to this person. Ah. So, that, I mean, that was my whole point of like, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, being bullied is like, how are you going to take that? Because people, sometimes there's lunatics out there and they just, they never recovered from middle school. Yeah. That's my theory anyway. Yeah. And I'm sticking to it. 
Man, there's a lot to unpack there. What I got out of what you just said was, number one. Horse crap. <laughs> number one, you're the dumbest yeah, ever met. Exactly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Huge waste of time. <laughs> no, number one I got out of that is there's like a social order. That's like number mm-hmm. one. It's like the more people you're around and the more friends you make, yeah. the more that you're able to discern like, yeah. what's appropriate, what's not. Mm-hmm. You you learn how to deal with um, getting offended and bullies and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yep. And then number two is that you go home, and if you have good parents, mm-hmm. uh, which so many people don't, they don't even have parents. Luckily, we both did. At all. Mm-hmm. But you yep. and I had good parents. Yep. And they are a voice of comfort while, yeah. while also being a voice of reason. So yeah. the other thing Big is... Time. If I did something wrong to another kid, mm. my mom would get in my tail. Oh, yeah. You know, and say, you don't treat people that way. Wait till your father comes home. Dude, I just quivered. Yeah. Just hearing that. Yeah. I just peed my pants <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> but like, even like the, my brother, like if I mistreated my younger brother, mm-hmm. like that was not acceptable. Right. And they made sure oh, yeah. to, to make, to let me know why. Yeah. And so, yeah, I guess that's true. It's like, there's a, there's a world that we're out in. Yeah. And then there's a safe place back at home mm-hmm. where we're taught what the world means. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, dude. Yeah, absolutely. That's real. Because I do wonder, like, I see a majority of people doing the same things I do. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I put the I go put the buggy or shopping cart for you non-Southerners. <laughs> nice. I put the buggy, <laughs> if I go to Publix... And I put the stuff in my car. I yeah. take the buggy back to the thing. Like the, what do you call that? Oh, in the parking lot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The buggy holder. Yeah. Shopping cart. Car holder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't care if it's all the way across the thing. I do that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot sure. of people do, do that. Yep. Um, That's just a small example. But uh, like there's these things that, that we do. Yeah. And there are a lot of other people that do them. But then sometimes you're like, well, am I right? Because some people don't. But I think yeah. I think you have a point of like, there's this big social order where yeah. we observe the world, yeah, and then our parents help us make sense of it. Yep, because and, they've already been through it. And if so you don't have both of those working together, <clears throat> you can probably um, be susceptible to mm. becoming a bad person. Oh, yeah. Doesn't mean sure. you will be a bad person, because I'm friends no. with people who didn't have good parents or parents. Yeah. And they ended up being all right. Yeah, for um, sure. But they probably had some sort of mentor in their life. Yeah. To to get to again make sense of the crazy world out there. Yeah. Dang, dude. And the thing is I like that. And your parents have I'm sure your parents told you this too. It's all about who you hang out with. Yeah. It's like choose your crowd wisely. So true. And if you run with, you know, everybody runs with the bad crowd. Yeah. Every once in a while, for sure, whatever. But it's like... And they also teach you how to recognize the bad crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because in uh, ninth grade, I don't think my parents know this. They didn't need to know it because I made this decision on my own. Yeah. I knew what was good and bad. Mm-hmm. So um, I got into this car because this guy was going to take me home. I got into the back seat and him and his girlfriend... We're smoking crack. Oh, oh, wow. Like with a spoon and everything. Jeez. And I I had the choice of like, <laughs> wow. you know, 
don't be a narc and just like go with the flow. Right. And I said, Hey guys, um, you got any more of that stuff? <laughs> uh, I said, hey, I said, Hey guys, I, uh, I can't do this. Yeah. And they're like, Oh man, don't, don't be, I said, no, 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 mm. I got to go. Yeah. And I walked out of the car and they never talked to me again mm. about my whole high school, whatever. Right. But I knew I was right. Yeah. And the only reason I knew that is because of my parents. Mm. Like I imagine, yeah. I imagine if I didn't have people in my life like that to tell me what was good and bad and the mm-hmm. voice of reason, yeah, I think I might have listened to the people in the car because mm. I wanted their validation, right? You know, yeah, and but it was in the moment too. It was in the moment. You don't want to be the guy that's not cool. Yeah, exactly. And these guys I thought were pretty cool, but then mm-hmm. they get in the car and they're like smoking very. This is not a cigarette. Right. You know, this is like, holy cow. Yeah. And so I just got out of the car and never talked to him again. And yeah, imagine if I wouldn't have done that, the path I would have went down. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Oh, that that's a whole different road right there, bro. <sighs> Man. And I, and I believe it's unpaved. It is definitely unpaved. Yeah. No asphalt there. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I'll say um, that I think for yourself, mm-hmm. everything we've been saying is for other people. Like, yeah, you want to be kind, you want to be honest, you want to take responsibility, you want mm-hmm. to, because this helps other people. Sure. And I think that is most of the, the way to be a good person is think about other people. Mm-hmm. But for yourself, I think to be a good person, you need to set goals. But I also yeah. think you need to sweep around your own porch. My mom used to say that. Oh, like, I like that. Don't go tell people what they should be doing. Don't yeah. tell people, like, mm-hmm. sweep around your own porch. Sure. Work on yourself. Yep. And a lot of times, it'll work itself out. Yeah. You know, you worry about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about them. Right. And I think that's uh, it. Is there anything else that we've forgotten that that um, you th- or that I didn't say that that you think is part of being a good person? I mean, pretty much covered all of it, maybe. <laughs> well, not all of it, but yeah, that was a good portion of it, though, man. I like that conversation. That was. That did me pretty good too. I was like, I haven't talked about that stuff in a while, so I just never really thought about it either. I knew that this because be I know how to be a great person. Well, you're the best best person that's ever lived. I am the greatest. I mean, is anyone going to argue? I'm also a liar, a habitual liar. <laughs> hey, we may need to stop the show. <laughs> um, the cameras turn this off. But I okay, let's. Here you go. I can't do this myself. Okay. So I'll do a checklist for you. Okay. Are you kind? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you honest? Absolutely. Do you take responsibility and don't blame other people? Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> I think you do. No, I do. Um, for sure. Are you authentic? Oh, absolutely. You're very authentically Nathan. That was a that was a big uh if like back in the day, mm. obviously. Cause I was like, because I mean, I was the you know short kid and little kid the only my only way out was humor and music yeah because i could i i remember being in middle school trying out for uh the band well you really don't try out in sixth grade you're just in the band until you basically quit yeah but i was one of the drummers and everybody everybody there was like seven or eight drummers or percussionists if you will that got their own their new gear a Ludwig drum with a Ludwig case with cutouts 
um, for your stands and all that. So when you carried it, you heard nothing. It was it was made for that. I had a pea green suitcase from the seventies, and it, it was didn't have a, any cutouts in it. It just had like a, a divider, which was plastic. Mm-hmm. And when I put my drum in there, it was I mean it wasn't made for a drum. It was made for luggage. So I put my drum in there and my stand, and you heard me coming down the hall <laughs> around the corner <laughs> with all my stuff in there. But I was one of the better ones, and I was like, I shut people up real quick. So that was my, you know, way out or whatever, yeah. I guess. Um, but as as far as like, you know, personality wise man that took that took a long time for me well because if you're yourself yeah people can reject that yeah but if you're not yourself it yeah. doesn't hurt and yeah because it's like fine you rejected me but that's not me i'm not gonna have a drum 100 percent of the time yeah with me i can't just whip it out and just be like oh yeah well here's a pair of diddle diddle you know just it's not gonna be with me yeah and plus i didn't want to carry that mug around so i just stayed in the band room yeah um but yeah i had to learn to like um, be comfortable in my own skin, if you will. And it took a while, but it worked. Yeah, and I think as it worked you, out. I don't know. I think as you get older, you start valuing more. Sure. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. being yourself. Yep. Well, you t- like if you're on the right path, in my opinion, you're doing that. Mm-hmm. You're going down like, how do I be the best version of me? Yeah. You know? Yep. And what's funny is when I met Sarah Carter, she fell in love with me, like the full, like the real me. And I was Aww. like, I was like, dang, I could stop pretending now. All this stuff that I like, screw it. No, she she knows who I am. Boom. She likes she likes the real Jeremy. Yeah, for sure. And I was like, man, I wish I'd have been the real Jeremy a long time ago. Boom. Yeah. Boom. I need to become the real Jeremy. Become the real Jeremy today for $49.99. What a deal. <laughs> it's such a deal to be me. <laughs> okay, so now I'd like to do something a little more fun. Oh. Same thing about like good person philosophy. Yeah. Have you heard of the trolley problem? It's a famous ethics type um, problem i've heard of it i just don't know what it is okay so i'll explain it and because i don't know i just kind of thought it'd be interesting to talk about on the show mm. so essentially there's a trolley and yeah. you're and you're on it yeah and you're going down the tracks and all of a sudden you realize in front of you there are five people strapped to the tracks oh and if you don't stop you're going to kill them right uh then you realize next to you is a lever mm. if you pull that lever you go to the right, yeah, and there's one person strapped uh, to the tracks, yeah. So the so the question is, do nothing, kill five people, mm. pull the lever, kill one person. Mm. Is there a reverse button? I don't think so. <laughs> now, there's all kinds of different. Um, there's all kinds of different. This is why I thought it'd be interesting to talk to you about it because, like you said, reverse button. Yeah. There's a couple different, like, they're like, okay, well, we'll kill the 
least amount of people. Yeah. But they're like, well, what if all five of them are murderers? Yeah. Or um, what if the one person is your mom? Mm. You know? Yeah. Which I'm killing five people then. Yeah. No question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No um, question. Well, except for one. How old is my mom? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, does she have a lot of ailments? And you'd be like, just take me out. And be like, yeah. then. Is my mom 99? Yeah. And telling me to pull the lever. And she's got all the problems, all the 99 problems. Yes. Yeah. But a trolley ain't one. No. But it's about to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing well, in her 99 problems. The other thing is like the there's a um what if there was a bridge mm. up above? Yeah. And you're on that bridge and you're standing next to a huge weightlifter douchebag. Mm-hmm. And if you pushed him down, he's so big that he would stop the trolley. Oh. Would you push him? So there's like all kinds oh, of different okay. um, yeah. it's it's designed to not have the right answer <clears throat> right um okay but i think given it, its most form or most simple form yeah i would choose to kill one person mm. instead of five mm-hmm. but again how much time do i have to judge yeah because i'm pretty good at judging character sure i just want to observe them for 60 seconds yeah yeah, yeah. i guess it. And also, do you are you going to kill all five? Or right. Are you maybe just going to kill the first one or two, and then the trolley stops. Mm. I don't know. It stops the momentum. Maybe. I don't know. Trolleys are pretty big and heavy, though. I feel. I feel like they just cut right through them like hot knife through butter. Yeah. Um. It also depends on who's begging and pleading more for their life. I mean, which is, you know. Oh, this is my you know family strapped down with me. Please no. And yeah. this other one is like, eh, I don't care. I've been drinking since six this morning. I mean, like, you know what? That makes that makes my decision easier. But still, where do I go? Yeah, and what if you, what or if, if I jumped off the train and saw nothing and just walked the other way? <laughs> Sir, were you on that train? No. Uh-uh. I don't know what you're talking about. Nope. I have no idea. I never get on the trolley. Ever. What if you're what if the person on the train is a murderer? Serial killer. Oh. Then he's gonna want to kill as many as possible. Probably. So he's not touching the lever. No. I think a lot of people say too hmm. they would do nothing because that makes them feel better because they they didn't have to make a decision. Uh, it just was fate. That's basically what I just said. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I just got off the trolley and stayed yeah. staying there. Because <laughs> I don't want to see all that bloodshed. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'll pass out. Yeah. I'll probably get sick to my stomach. It's tough. Yeah. Um, but I think... It's interesting, though. I think put in the moment, I would, I'd pull the lever. Yeah. For, for I more, hear you. For multiple reasons. A, I'm only killing um, one person. Yeah. B... I don't know. Maybe that person's not as strapped down, or maybe I got to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not going to just mm-hmm. not do something. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I try to run out and because trolleys aren't that very fast. Mm-mm. So I, I try to run out and save the one 
Because I'm not saving all five. Yeah, I've thought about this too. Hmm. If you had like a knife on you. I'll pull the lever. Yeah, if you I'll had a knife on you, yank up the lever, Yep. jump out the trolley, Yep. outrun the trolley, mm-hmm. knife the whatever is holding them, Yeah. pull them by the head right? so their legs get cut off. There you go. But they live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen people live limbless. It's it's doable. Yes. Headless, not so much. Yeah. There's that one dude, but yeah, the headless horseman. Mm, okay. Oh, Ichabod. <laughs> How about this? How yeah. about we say one last time this year, not forever. Oh. Happy Mother's Day week. Yes. And we wanted to dedicate this to you moms mm-hmm. who make us so much better uh and and yes just much better human beings Mm -hmm. the reason i'm a good person is because of my parents yep so thank you mom especially mom we love you moms norma jean is that your mom's name that's my mom's name no way yep norma jean cooley my mom's name is robin Mm. with a y oh oh Oh, yeah. Rock and Robin. And we grew up on Robin Street. What? With an I. Oh, wow. And it used to confuse me a lot. <laughs> the other thing I that bet. used to confuse me is my dad's birthday is the day after mine. Yeah. And so when I was young, I'm like, Dad, how are you older than me? Your birthday's after mine. <laughs> yeah exactly well uh there's a couple more things i want to do oh okay and we'll start with it's a fun fact a really fun fact a fun fact yes it is if it ain't fun it's not a Uh, what kind of inspired? I think that's you laughing. It's yeah, recording. Uh, what inspired me to even have this conversation? I'm reading a book by mm. Michael Schur, mm. who is the writer of The Office. Mm-hmm. He's Moe's. Yep, in the show, also Parks and Rec, Parks and Rec, and The Good Place. Oh, yeah, and The Good Place inspired him to write a book about sort of ethics. Okay, and uh, yeah, so it kind of got my my mind going on this. And yeah. They talked a lot about the trolley problem. Mm. But that's not the fun fact. Oh. The fun fact, Michael Schur, his father-in-law, is slash was Regis Philbin. Really? He married Regis's daughter. Wow. No way. That blew my mind. I didn't know that. Huh. <laughs> right? Wow. <laughs> yeah, Michael's my son. Um, <laughs> it's just... It's just it's, I just yell. That's my Regis. <laughs> Do it again. I just <laughs> you wrote the office. My <laughs> my son-in-law. He wrote the <laughs> he broke the office. Married my daughter. <laughs> but boom, bada bing. Uh, yeah, that's there. So funny. I had no <laughs> idea, dude. Like, yeah, that's crazy. That's really cool. Wow. Um, he also has. He also is a. Uh, co-host of the best baseball podcast out there. Oh, yeah. I'll say it right now. Yeah. It's with him and Joe Posnanski. 
Okay. So hence the POS and the name Poznanski. Ah. Their podcast is the Poscast. Oh. So it's okay. amazing. It nice. is phenomenally good podcast. All right. Sweet. Uh, and I'll speaking of baseball, out. I wanted to bring this back up with you because you remember last week we talked about Cool Papa Bell. <laughs> You're like a Cool Papa Bell. Cool, cool Papa Bell. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you were talking about the the rumor of him like being able to jump on the bed before the light went off. He was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to read this excerpt from my baseball book about cool Papa bell, because these right. stories are so freaking funny. Yeah. Like he, it was just Let's this myth that he was like the fastest person ever. Yeah. So <laughs> says, we will never know for certain how fast cool Papa bell really was. The stories and legends and myths are what have lasted mm. myths. That's hard to say. <laughs> he, here we go. He once dropped a bunt down the third base line and the pitcher tagged him out sliding into third. <laughs> He scored from first on a sacrifice bunt. <laughs> he stole 175 bases in a single season. This is wow. one of my favorites. He once stole two bases on one pitch. <laughs> and then Satchel Page says, one time he hit a line drive right past my ear. I turned around and saw the ball hit his <laughs> sliding into second base. <laughs> If That's he bunts, if he bunts and it bounces twice, put it in your pocket, <laughs> man. And then Buck O'Neill was asked, he's like, uh, "How fast Cool Papa Bell was?" And before he would, they would finish the question, he would go faster than that. <laughs> I love it, dude. Nice. That's cool. Is so, that from the podcast? No, this is from the the book, the Baseball One Hundred. Oh, okay, I got where you. they ranked the hundred baseball players. Nice. But this is hilarious. I didn't know that it was like this thing where everyone just kept making up right, Redi- like impossible things. Yeah, yeah, like Chuck know? Norris. Yes, yeah, it's kind of like for what sure. It was. Gosh, those were funny. <laughs> and finally, yeah, I would like to end the show with. I don't have the song queued up, so we maybe we can sing it. Oh, uh, okay. The weekly check in. Oh, how does it go? I have no idea. And then then. Hey, Kool-Aid, it's time for your weekly check-in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Maybe one. Yeah, I'll find it. Hey, Kool-Aid, it's time for your weekly check-in. That's right, I'm ready. JT's got a question for you. Answer it truthfully or you'll be a liar. Answer yes or no. So... Last year we did this weekly check in, and you, <laughs> you end up losing fifty pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And we decided that we're going to do it again. Sure. So why don't you tell the people? Uh, I mean, you just started today, but what are you doing? Yeah, just cutting out the bad stuff. The bad stuff. Um, I don't know what Chris Farley said that weird. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't want to. End up looking like Chris Farley, that's for sure. Um, that was a big dude. Yes. Funny, but big dude. Um, yeah, I um yeah, dude, sugar drinks, man. Sugar drinks. We we ranked them the other day and screwed you over. Yeah. Well, I was doing it before that, but um but yeah, it was like it was messing with not not only physically but mentally. Um 
you know, cause I had been reading about <clears throat> mental, um, uh, health issues. Yeah. Okay. Mental health and, uh, just leading to issues like putting, um, certain toxins in your body and just like, man, I guess I just got to get, get rid of all that stuff and just drink water. And that's easy to do because I like water. Yeah. Water's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And, um, but so I'm changing that and then just eating better. And, you know, so I've got a whole bunch of fruit and vegetables <laughs> at the house. And so during the week, I'm just going to go all in. Well, so weekly check-in has stepped up a notch. Yeah. And let me tell you why. Okay. We now have 838 subscribers Woo! that are depending on you. Plus the podcast, which means we have over a thousand people now. Wow. So the weekly check-in is a little bit more important. Sheesh. Can't let all these people down. Now I feel anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> all you gotta do is drink water. That's all I gotta do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or just lie every week. Well, that's true too. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. don't do that. Nope. We're good people. Eh. Yeah. For the most part, anyway. Here's a fun fact. I didn't notice this. 57 subscribers in the last 28 days. Thank that you. Thank you. Is a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We uh, very much appreciated it. I did not know. That's very cool. That was, I've been checking the analytics way less. So that's probably yeah. why I didn't notice that. I got you. Um, that's wow. amazing. But that's yeah. really awesome. You have now like a thousand people that are rooting for you hey if they got my back i've got theirs yes and whether that's baby back ribs or <laughs> just a whole bunch of back fat i want my baby back baby back baby back i want my baby back baby back baby back i want my baby back chili i want my baby back ribs yeah barbecue sauce you know it's funny i don't actually want to sponsor i actually don't think of chilies when i hear that song oh yeah i think of the office Oh, okay. Thousand percent. I was going to say um, Austin minute. Powers. Oh, yeah. I think of that. Chili, baby. I think of the Tim Meadows, Michael oh, Scott yeah. jam. My very first episode that I ever watched. Oh, really? Was that episode. Because he's just like, chili. He's just <laughs> yeah. so overpronounced. Chili. Yeah. <laughs> he's so baby smooth. back ribs. <laughs> Steve Carell smooth, bro. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my chilies, baby back ribs. Chilies, baby back ribs. No, wait out the second one. Okay. I love it. That's the other thing. That dude is low key, one heck of a singer. Yeah, he is. And he does it in such a funny way that you don't realize. Just overdoes it, and it's so funny. I tell you, another one who's like that is Will Ferrell. Yeah, like he's he. Every time he (laughs) sings, it's such a joke. But you also have to listen. You're like, wait a minute. No, he's on key. Yeah, he's kind of he kind of knows what he's doing. He knows what he's for sure. Yeah, (laughs) he has the voice of Jesus and Fergie. (laughs) (laughs) Great movie. Wow. Yes, I love that one. Well. Thanks for joining our uh, sort of how to be a good person yeah. video. And again. And it's all about mamas. It's all about mamas. You got a good mom, which most of them are. 
Good for you. Listen yes. to your mom. Listen, Listen to, to your mom. mother. Yeah. Listen to your mother. And if you don't, dad will be home soon Yep, to wear you out. Go to your room and just wait. Mm. And this is before internet and all that. So I literally had to go to room and wait <laughs> and just hear the clock go. But the thing is, is like, it was my fault. Oh, for sure. I always let it get that far. Because I yeah. always would be like, well, as long as dad doesn't come in. I think I can do this. Mm. I think I can get away with a little bit more. Yeah. But then you just, you went too far. Mm-hmm. And then dad would sometimes come in and he didn't have a clue. He's just, <laughs> yeah. Whatever mom says, he's, he's coming gonna, home from work. Yep. He's going to. Mom's telling the truth, which 99.9% of the time was right. Oh, she lied sometimes. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> <laughs> like I would come home innocent, but that was like 0.1%. Oh, of the time. I see what you're saying. So, yeah. No, no it's not did. on her. It was on me. I think I deserved big time. Yeah. Every oh, time. I, yeah. Every time I was punished. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I deserved it. Mm-hmm. But all right. Well, we love you, moms. Yes. Love you, moms. And, and your mom's so fat that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got your mom chucks? <laughs> her belt size is equator. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm typing in some here. Hang on. <laughs> Your mom's so fat, she jumped up and got stuck. <laughs> your mom's so fat, when she got on the scale, said, I need your weight, not your phone number. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> if you don't understand this, I mean, you just, I don't know. When, yeah. you, were, when you were our age as a yeah. kid, this is just. This is what you had. Yeah. This is your uh, defense. <laughs> and they were so dumb and exaggerated. Oh, dude. Your mom's so fat, I took a picture of her last Christmas, and it's still printing. <laughs> Oh Your mom's so ugly when she tried to join an ugly contest. They said, sorry, no professionals. <laughs> wow. Your mom's so dumb, it takes her two days to watch 24. <laughs> that reminds me, my parents would always say, man, that person's so slow, it takes them two hours to watch 60 minutes. <laughs> yes. All right, y'all. Till next week. Yep. Peace out. Bye. It's the Twerk Ethics Show. It's the Twerk Ethics.